Welcome, everyone. So glad you're here. Thank you for listening to Quest for You. It's my vision to make an impact on your life, to help you be your best self. Lately, I've been thinking about this fascinating concept of detachment. I don't think about it usually, only when I notice something is stirring inside of me. When I start digging a little, I recognize feelings such as anxiety, fear, anger, jealousy, pride. That's when I know right away I am attached again. I'm attached to an outcome. The outcome may be that I want a person to behave in a certain way, an event that I want to happen, a recognition I may be expecting. And I notice a sense of expectation. And whenever I expect something to happen, I attach to that. I grasp, I control, I manage, and I force. Even if that's not an actual doing things, but only in my thoughts. And then I create such feelings that leave me devoid of all my energy. And most importantly, attachment holds me back from happiness. I can't enjoy my life because my thoughts always go back to that one place. Have you ever noticed that? When you are feverishly texting with someone trying to get them to see your point, you look at the time afterwards and you wonder how you lost an hour over what seemed just a few messages. Or you sit at your desk trying to work on a report, but really you are just sitting there, ruminating about something that just happened or is about to happen. Isn't it interesting that certain things do this to us and others don't? Our attachments all have underlying fears and wants. They go back to unmet needs, basic needs like safety, love and belonging. At some point when these needs were not met, we now try to find them and meet them, and that results in grasping and holding on. We seek what we lack on the inside, but we look for it on the outside, and it leads to feelings of suffering when we don't get it. There are two quotes from people I admire and that I have saved in my Evernote app, and when I feel I'm attached again, I read them. And I want to read them to you because they may help you recognize attachment in your life and possibly guide you towards detachment. The first one is from Simone Weil. Attachment is the greatest fabricator of illusions. Reality can be obtained only by someone who is detached. I love this quote. Attachments are illusions. They are fabrications of the mind. Ideas about how something should be. But according to whom? Only our own interpretation. Attachments are not reality. The reality is whatever actually happens, despite of what we are thinking. Those moments when we are completely surprised because we had something in mind that didn't turn out that way at all. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So we may as well let go and allow reality to play out. Yet we all know that letting go sounds much easier than it is. Letting go of a physical object like the car steering wheel is easy, one split second. But letting go of our thoughts and our worries and our doubts is so much harder. I find that I am always so caught up with myself, my expectations, my what-ifs, my own little world. 
And I know I need to let go. I want to let go. But the will is not enough. Because remember, there is an underlying fear that we almost identify with. And this gives us a sense of safety. Letting go of that feels like giving up on that safety. You know when people tell you, it will be okay. And you think for yourself, you don't have any idea what's going on. We are clenching to our pain, to our misfortune. We hold the grip tight, loosening it. Maybe by reflecting on the advice that the friend gave us, means suddenly we are vulnerable. Wait a minute, maybe things will be okay. They were okay last time I had a similar situation. We rarely do this because often we are just not aware that we are attached. Once we become aware of the attachment, it will lose its power over us. Ryan Holiday gives us an idea of how we can create this awareness. You must practice seeing yourself with a little distance, cultivating the ability to get out of your own head. Detachment is a sort of natural ego antidote. Distance is key to detachment. Distance can help us become aware. Distance creates a gap, a break. Let's reflect a little bit today on the attachments in our life. We all have them and they surface from time to time. We have worries that keep us locked in. We have judgments and grudges we hold. We have ideas on what should be and we hang on to them even when the things are not that way. And now let's think about what letting go would mean. I've noticed that our attachments give us a sense of comfort. They are that little hole we crawl into when we need cover and protection. My grandmother was a warrior. Every time a difficult situation came up, her way to deal with it was to worry. I recently met someone who I consider very judgmental. He has seen me from a less appealing side one time, and now he applies this observation to all future events that have not yet occurred. He's attached to his interpretation of me, and he won't let go. I am someone who likes control. I attach to outcomes and routines. I plan and manage, and for me, things have to work out a certain way. And if they don't, I struggle. Our needs and our fears keep us small. Because we limit ourselves to certain thoughts and judgments, we don't ever get to see the whole picture. My friend makes decisions based on his judgments about me. As a result, he never gets to see other possible outcomes, like a lion in a cage, or better, the ego, like Ryan identifies, this part of us that resists change and wants to be in control. Freedom comes when we wake up. Distance helps me to wake up. First and foremost, we need mental distance because we are so hooked on that one outcome. Letting go of the grip on that thought, habit or behavior that keeps us attached. But mental distance is often harder to accomplish since we are so ruled by our thoughts already. So I find it most useful to create physical distance by doing something that takes my thoughts to a different place. So when I feel fear, anxiety, jealousy, one of those gripping feelings, I notice them in my body. You all have noticed them. You tense up. You feel it in your neck, maybe your shoulders. For me, my stomach usually gets tight and it rumbles. I breathe a little heavier or I stop breathing. 
I may get sweaty hands. My thoughts are racing. I am not in touch with myself. It's almost as if someone else is taking over. I may not be clear that I need to let go, but I know something is up because my body is telling me. Start there. We all can listen to our bodies. They speak to us when we just listen a little bit. It takes a few seconds of checking in. Why am I nervous? Why am I so angry over this? Why can't I focus on my work right now? And as soon as you pay attention to your body, you will notice the tension ease. The same happens with the mind. Once we notice we are grasping onto an idea, a thought, we can let it go. But I know that it's harder and it takes practice. So start with the body. And once you notice the tension, then find space. Move yourself to a better place. Just do something different. I sometimes notice I'm not breathing when I'm caught up with some thought. So I just take a few very conscious breaths. I also have created a habit of reading text messages from people where I'm expecting something that may affect my energy by reading them and then putting the phone down on purpose and going on about my life. I don't stop anything to answer them. I let the message percolate in the back of my mind. But while I go about my business, the message just sits in the background and I think about my answer more objectively, less charged, less emotional, more relaxed. When something is worrying you, you can start writing your worries out. When you notice you are angry with someone, maybe you can talk to yourself and have a conversation about it. The idea is to give those thoughts that control us, that are attaching, an outlet. Once they are out, they are under more scrutiny because you are becoming aware of them. It's like taking a CD out of the player and looking at it or opening the app to see what the name of the song is that's currently playing. So you become aware of the feeling of attachment by listening to your body. Our body tells us first. And then you respond to your body with another physical reaction. Breathing, writing, exercising, walking, whatever it is that you can do to help calm your body down. But in that awareness that you are creating, you're now also questioning yourself a little bit more. What is going on? And you bringing your physical awareness now to your mind by writing or speaking, by breathing. Maybe you can then also question them. And this questioning of your thoughts, of your fears, of your needs will bring them out into the open. And then we can see what they actually are. We can analyze them. And we can ask, why? Why am I always so angry in this one situation? Why am I so determined on this one thing to always work out this way? And we can become aware of what lies behind these attachments and these fears. It's important that we find out what the unmet need is that is causing us to grasp. For me, the thing that works the best are conversations with myself. And I often have them. As you know, I spend a lot of time in the car. So I sometimes just turn the music off 
and I ask myself loud. There's nobody there. Nobody can hear me. Janine, what is upsetting you about this situation? And I literally talk it through as if there was a person sitting there. I sometimes even imagine somebody's asking me these questions. I see a certain person sitting there asking me. And I'm being completely present with myself. And I can reveal myself. I can say whatever I want because nobody's actually there. And I find it really helpful. I get often to the bottom of issues that I didn't know were there in the first place. Attachment needs detachment. Only by detaching can we learn what is bothering us, what causes the grasping, when we shine a light on it, not judging it, simply asking what it wants. We allow it to come out, the fear, the need, the desire for something. And once it's out, it's exposed. And next time we show the same behavior, we will know much quicker where it's coming from. Some people know very clearly when they're stressed. They know that every time they stress, their stomach tightens. You probably have something where you have a physical reaction to something and you already know what that means. It's the same with detachment. Start with your body because that's the easiest part where you can read it. And the more you become aware of where you are attaching to something, where you're grasping to an outcome, to, to something, slowly the attachment will actually go away. That's the amazing thing. It may appear from time to time, I still have it, but I notice I am so much more aware of when I am attaching again to certain outcomes, which is my weakness. Because now the attachment has been recognized. And when we recognize it, we give it love. That's all it needs. It just needs love. We can let it go. I want to end this episode with a poem on letting go. Because that is what detaching really is. It's letting go. But letting go is so hard. But listen to this poem. And I think the more aware you are, the easier it is to let go. It's called She Let Go by Sapphire Rose. She let go. She let go. Without a thought or word, she let go. She let go of fear. She let go of the judgments. She let go of the confluence of opinions swarming around her head. She let go of the committee of indecision within her. She let go of all the right reasons. Wholly and completely, without hesitation or worry, she just let go. She didn't ask anyone for advice. She didn't read a book on how to let go. She didn't search the scriptures. She just let go. She let go of all the memories that held her back. She let go of all the anxiety that kept her from moving forward. She let go of the planning and all of the calculations about how to do it just right. She didn't promise to let go. She didn't journal about it. She didn't write the projected date in her day timer. She made no public announcement and put no ad in the paper. She didn't check the weather report or read her daily horoscope. She just let go. She didn't analyze whether she should let go. She didn't call her friends to discuss the matter. She didn't do a five-step spiritual mind treatment. She didn't call the prayer line. She didn't utter one word. She just let go. No one was around when it happened. 
There was no applause or congratulations. No one thanked her or praised her. No one noticed a thing. Like a leaf falling from a tree, she just let go. There was no effort. There was no struggle. It wasn't good and it wasn't bad. It was what it was, and it is just that. In the space of letting go, she let it all be. A small smile came over her face. A light breeze blew through her, and the sun and the moon shone forevermore. I encourage you. I send you my love and my motivation that you can let go to see how beautiful life continues to be afterwards, after you let go and detach. Much love.